It's our annual episode where we give thanks for the things that make life better. Also, the woo-woo world of semen retention. Coitus reservatus, y'all. so we have plenty of time to mess with it but this year because things are weird and because of the election we decided to wait and my goodness wasn't it a good idea to wait yes because it is now the seventh and what five hours ago they announced That Joe Biden won the election. Thank you, goddess. Yes. (laughs) Oh, it's just been, it's been so joyous. It's been, I mean, everyone who's listening to us, to this right now, whenever you're listening to it, you know that the, that the days between the third and the seventh were fucking insane. Oh my God. (laughs) It just... But, you know, I got to say, looking at the map, God, that blue looks so pretty on America. I am shocked, and I don't know if you saw what I posted on my Facebook this morning. No, I didn't. But I had posted something to the effect of, you know, like, my faith in the American people is renewed. Yeah. Because I was completely convinced that Trump was going to win. It's still pretty fucking close, though. It's still like 60 million people or something voted for that fucking fascist. Yeah, it's still close. But, but yeah, on my Facebook, I said, my faith is restored, but it's still 48% of the population that's sick and wrong. Of course. <laughs> but, you know, but we're but not going to talk about that in detail. Oh, yeah. But, no. you know, I just, yeah. Yeah. But that is definitely, that is, it is definitely the number one thing that we are thankful for. Because that's what we do. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, but we don't need to talk about because, oh, Lord have mercy, I did not want to talk about the election. No, but but it was the reason why we, why we waited. Because yes. Because we had a feeling yes. that we potentially were going to have one more thing to be thankful for. But this year has been obviously a weird year and another thing that kind of caused us to not want to dive in and do this episode a month ago was because we were we were feeling weird about the things we were thankful for yeah absolutely you know it was like well you know my personal life is going fabulous right now so is mine uh, yeah, and it's like, I don't want to, that it's not right to talk about that because we're in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. 
and a lot of people's personal lives are shit. And the sad thing is that we are, even now, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. Because six months ago, I'm pretty sure we all thought we would have had this shit handled by now. But because people are assholes and can't get with the fucking program, you know, like 48% of people can't get with the fucking program and give a shit about their fellow man. And so here we are still doing this shit. Yeah. And so, I mean, is everyone looking online to see if it's possible for to buy a hazmat suit? I looked. I, I swear to God, I did look because I had this. I had this weird feeling. I mean, again, not to talk about the election, and I voted way, way early, and I ended up being only three people in line, and it was a piece of cake. But I did like look to see is it possible to buy like a clean room suit like you would wear if you worked in like the microchip industry so that I could get some disposable thing to wear yeah. <laughs> to the fucking polls because I didn't know what I was going to walk in on and I wanted to be prepared. And I was kind of terrified, you know, of of what I might have been walking into, you know, because you don't you don't necessarily know. But the dirty, disease-ridden Trump supporters, they were all outside, you know, with their signs. Well, nobody was where I was. That was, was nice. <laughs> Not here neither, but, you know, but I've seen on the news. But anyway. Oh, sure. Oh, my God. But uh, when you said that about the hazmat suits, of course, my geeky personality, I immediately started thinking of the invisible enemy. The old Doctor Who episode when they're, you know, remember when they're trying to find out what the virus is? Uh-huh. And they're in their white suits. Yeah. They're in their white hazmat suits. And they're injecting miniature doctors to go conquer the virus in the brain. Of course. <laughs> and if I remember right, weren't those white suits very much similar to the white suits in, um... Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, when they do the thing where they miniaturize the the giant Wonka bar. Oh, I think so. Now, yes, yes. Very. It well, it was the same time period. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it was. That's yes, what, it that's was. What a, that's what a protective suit looked like back then. Oh my. But God. yeah, isn't that weird that my <laughs> mind went there and I've gone and thought about that in forever. <laughs> the thing is, though, is it really weird? I don't think it's really that weird. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> because of course it does. But the things about, you know, that we didn't want to, we didn't want to get into like a humble brag thing. Because the truth is, I mean, for me, 2020 has been one of the best years of my life. Mm-hmm. And not to go into anything because people who listen know and people who don't listen can go back and listen. But this year started off with my life taking a major, major turn. And I started kicking ass about 10 days into January. Yeah. And I did not stop kicking ass. And even though I was doing well, being able to, you don't have to go into the office anymore. And and luckily, you know, my husband and I both have jobs where I had already started working at home. So transitioning into working at home full time, that's been great. Oh my God. At the beginning of the year, we were talking about buying another car. 
What the hell do we need to buy another car for? We ain't using the one we have. But not having to go into the office meant that I didn't have to see the person that I was stressed out seeing. Oh, which is absolutely a good thing. And even though I was doing well, I didn't realize how much better I would do when I just didn't have to see him schlub into the office every day and... Every time he left his desk, he had to walk past my desk. And it's just like, oh, I don't have to even fucking think about him. Mm -hmm. And it has been, I mean, I've actually had days where he didn't pop into my head at all. And that is fucking impossible. That's, I mean, I would have never thought. But even beyond that, I'm kind of, and you kind of are too, I'm kind of the kind of person who is more than happy to stay home. And there's a lot of, stress that was taken off of me like I don't have to do family things that I wouldn't necessarily want to do I don't have to do certain social things that in past years I would be obligated to do and now that shit ain't even happening so it's taken so much stress off of me And because of that, I've been able to, like, work on my shit, Mm -hmm. you know. And so the timing of all of this, you know, I, again, not to be humble braggy, but it kind of, you know, it's a little everything's coming up millhouse. You know, it's like, wow, this, this kind of worked out for me. And I kind of, there's a part of me that's like, I, I mean, yeah, I want it all to be over. I want things, I mean, things won't be normal, but I want things to go back to, can we leave our houses again? But at the same time, I'm kind of happy where I am right now, you know? See, I am, and I'm not, like, part of me, you know, this has been a weird year for me, too, Mm because right before, you know, the new year, I, you know, quit my job that I'd had for 10 years. Yep. And I moved back home Mm -hmm. not only to my hometown but my childhood home with my mom hello so this has been a really fucking crazy year yeah and it's been weird oh yeah because my expectations were not met because i had oh you know all this and this and the other is gonna happen but then the pandemic started oh yeah you had been there like three months tops yeah. And then all of a sudden, boom, now you can't leave the house. Um. So, yeah. yeah, but, yeah, but it's actually, for me, it's actually been a really, really good year. <laughs> yeah. It really, really has, you, you know. And it's, yeah, and, and I know what we were talking about, yeah, it's weird to be able to say that because so many people, this has been, like, the shittiest year ever. I have so many friends who their jobs are in either actually being entertainers or tangentially in the entertainment business, you know, and they're, I mean, they don't have a job to go to because they can't. And there's, you know, people are coming, but people are also being really innovative and coming up with ways to do things online and, and, but there's still only so much of that you can do. So I have a lot of friends who really don't, have an income right now and I don't know how much longer you know and some of them are parents some of them have you know I know 
I mean, how many school teachers do I know? I mean, God, just in my cousins, we had a, a thing where all my cousins got on one day to do like a Zoom thing with like all 12 of us. And I didn't realize until that conversation, my God, how many fucking school teachers do I have in my family? Because I hadn't thought about it. Whether they were an administrative or actual classroom teachers, that's like half of us. <laughs> it's very strange. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's been weird for creative people. I'm going to say, I'm gonna, this is going to put, I'm going to put a little shout out for some friends of mine. Okay. For a reason. There's a band. Wild Rabbit Salad. Ah. Wild Rabbit Salad. Their new album. Fabulous. Really, really good friends of mine. They put it out right before the shit hit the fan. Oh my God. They were hoping it was going to make it big and they were probably going to go on tour i would imagine yes and the irony of it is despite the pandemic they had songs that actually made it on the indie country list oh that's great nationally that's great they are up to win best songwriters in houston oh wow but because this year being the sucky year that it is Your tour got canceled. Right. All the promo stuff that you're supposed to do is now. So, yeah, it's really, really hurting, like, creatives. Oh, And, uh, you know, another, you know, mutual friend of ours who's, like, a potter, an artist. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because she does all these shows. Yeah. Like, craft fairs and shows. Are you doing shit this year because of... This, and I have a cousin that lives in San Diego, that the bulk of her income is gourd art, but also she has a farm where she grows and sells gourds to gourd artists. But she has to get to them. fucked this year because... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. So it's good for us, but it ain't good for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, because we know that, it does feel bad... But yeah. at the same time, yeah. for people who use, I mean, for people who have crawled through shit during parts of their lives, it's kind of like, okay, maybe it is our turn to have a good year. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And isn't I that mean, weird and ironic? Yeah. It's Bitchin' Boutique. Yes. Um, I think we need to give them a thing, Spike. We can give them a drop that they could plan out their yes. shows. Yes, I think we've uh, got to find some time and get, get time to do, do that. I think we should do it right now. I think we should do it right now. Look, I'll show you how easy it is, Spike. <laughs> Watch this. I'm just going to do it live. Okay, do it live. Like that bloke screams. I'm just going to do it live. Watch this. Hi, this is Dr. Dan from the Two Skeptical... Blah, I can't do it now. <laughs> I can't speak. Too much pressure. I'll try again. I'll try again. I'll try again. Take 52. Hi, this is Dr. Dan from the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast, and you are listening to the most bitchin' boutique. See? That was easy, wasn't it? Okay. They could send us one, we could play it in ass. Yeah, yeah. Right, you do it. Yeah. Right, off What do you want me to say? Whatever, whatever comes to mind. Hi, this is Spike from the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast, who ain't no bitch, but you're listening to the bitchin' boutique. Oh, that was good. I think, I hope they use that. Let's see if they cut it and put it in the next show. Diplomatic community. <laughs> I was going to go to Europe this year. 
my husband and I, this summer was our 20th wedding anniversary. Oh, that's we, right. We, we were going to do some kind of a trip to celebrate our 20th wedding anniversary. That didn't happen. Um, you know, we didn't get to go, you know, Fright. it's not that we didn't get to go to Frightmare. It's that Frightmare hasn't happened. There was no Frightmare. There was no Frightmare. And they, they postponed it till September. And then they basically just postponed it till 2021. Like, they're just, all right. They're, you know, the exact same event, exactly as it is. They got all the guests and everything. Everyone agreed. They're just, you know, rotating it around to next May and we'll see what happens. And everyone who had tickets and whatever, you know, we all got to roll it around and we got, you know, room reservations and everything else. And it's like, okay, you know, it's going to happen as far as we know. But Oh, I know because I know that I got a reservation and a ticket for something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You know, whatever it is, it's, we're going to be there. But, you know, the, but even, even things like, like I had mentioned, like every, you know, businesses being like innovative and doing things online that they never did before. Two particular things that have come out of this that I, that I love. One, uh, the fact that, now granted, I, I love actually being in a room with my therapist. I love her. But my therapy is sort of like in the middle of the work day. So uh -huh. every, every time it's a therapy day, I have to take two hours of sick leave, 30 minutes to drive to get there, an hour of therapy, 30 minutes to drive back. Now I only have to take one hour of sick leave because I literally plug my headset into my from my work laptop into my personal laptop. I, I don't even leave the chair. I put my work laptop on pause and I just turn on my Zoom meeting and it's like, oh, hi. So I'm not, I'm using half the amount of sick leave as I would have. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which, granted, it's not like I was using that much anyway, but it's half. And, you know, and, yeah. vi you know, video therapy is just as fabulous as, you know, as, as being in the same room therapy. And the other thing, the other thing that I love and am super, super thankful for, where I live, which is, a, I live in a little town just east of Austin, and we have, we have been this forgotten area. I mean, God, the fact that we finally have our own fire station out here. You know how fucking long it would take for a fire truck to get out here? <laughs> it, I mean, heaven forbid. Yeah, because I remember, yeah, where you live... Not that long ago, really was the fucking boonies. I mean, this was a pasture. It, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it was a field. <laughs> yeah. It was really pasture. was, yeah. There's, there's a reason why when we moved in, there were like field mice and shit running around. Well, yeah, cause it's because it's like, what is out there? Like the airport and the jail. <laughs> the airport, the jail, and the racetrack. You know? Yeah. I mean, come on. And, and then soon, in the other direction, north of us, is going to be a fucking Tesla factory. God oh. damn it. It's kind of infuriating. It better not It better not make my property taxes. They're, they're high enough. God damn it. But anyway. And that reminds me, it's like, someday we have to talk about how badly I want to fuck Elon Musk. Oh, God. Because, God damn it, I think that man is hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. But this is not the time. <laughs> oh, race race. I can't even think about it. Nah. 
<laughs> my area, which has already a lot of people in it, we don't have a grocery store, we don't have shit, you know. I'd kill for a Walgreens. My God, I would kill for a Walgreens. When we got a Sonic, that was a big fucking deal. Oh my God, I went to that Sonic almost every week when I used to come and stay at you with fucking your house, yeah? That Sonic is, God, God that's, it was a fucking godsend. And it was good for all the teenagers that live around here because there was no place local for a teenager to get a job. Yeah, know? yeah. That was, thank God, we needed shit like that. But we didn't have any kind of food delivery. There was one pizza place, this kind of, I guess it started somewhere around Austin. I don't know how widespread Gaddy's Pizza is, Mr. Gaddy's. But we had a Mr. Gaddy's pizza over on the highway, and it was the shittiest pizza. <laughs> I mean, there are Gaddy's places you can go to and get halfway decent pizza, but this stuff was disgusting. It's like, has anyone told them that you're supposed to cook the crust? Like, it would literally be like raw dough with toppings on it. It would be lukewarm by the time it got to us. Well, yeah, because it just came out of the freezer. Oh, it's so disgusting. You know. That was, like, that was like all we had for any kind of food delivery. And like I said, getting a Sonic out here was a big deal. You had to drive at least 30 minutes to get to anything. I mean, to get to a fucking McDonald's, it's 30-minute drive. So fuck it. So we didn't have a lot of options. And when the pandemic started, it was like oh my God, we can't go anywhere. And yet we also, we have to stay home. So we were yeah. like, shit, you know, we really, not that we needed that much of it anyway, but it was like, we're really limited out here. And so one day Grubhub figured out, oh look, there's people out there. Oh and yeah. And now y'all, cause I know that y'all get sometimes Denny's. We can get Danny's. That's Which, pretty good. God glamorous. damn it, that's fabulous, Danny's. And apparently Waffle House is on that list too, but I don't know how Denny's like a like a Denny's omelet and some pancakes. That that'll that travels a lot better than you think it would. But I'll I'll tell you what. One of the things though that that we decided early on once once this kind of kicked in and all these little local restaurants realized they needed to find a way to to do takeout and delivery or they weren't going to survive. And so once all of a sudden the Grubhub menu went from like five or six like fast food places and a Denny's, all these little mom and pop restaurants, they they became part of our our little area and we sort of made a we made a decision really early on because we felt so bad for all these local businesses that like once a week we would pick some little mom and pop restaurant to order dinner from and we would get Grubhub and we would have, you know, enchiladas from Jovi's. We would have, we discovered this like Venezuelan, like a Venezuelan food truck. Good. We found the best fucking barbecue place. Never heard of it before. We would have never, you know, just stumbled upon this place. It's on a street we never drive down, you know, but oh my God, we're, you know, it's really, really cool to be able to use this, this shit that's going on 
to support businesses that we would have never even heard of otherwise. Yeah. Yeah, that's fabulous. Good. And so, you know, it's made our lives. You know how much, you know how many Al Pastor tacos I've eaten <laughs> since this shit started? God damn it. I, I knew I liked it, but I didn't know I liked it enough to eat it like every six to eight weeks. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, that's funny now that you say that, because I guess, like, I've done a little bit of that, too, in the sense of, you know, knowing Sarah, Mm -hmm. who is much more in tune with local businesses and local breweries and restaurants and stuff than I am. You know, I remember a few weeks ago, she was like, there is this brewery in Santa Clara. Oh, my God. Who would have thought? That just opened up. Because they paired up with the food truck and they can open up now and we need to go and support them because they were a great brewery and I used to go there all the time and I was like, that sounds great. Never heard of it. Never been there. So it's like an outdoor thing because they're working with a food truck. Yeah, but it's like a big indoor like pub that's supported by a local brewery, but they were able to open because they paired up with the food truck. And so we went, and it was fabulous. The food was good. The beer was good. Yeah. The people were great. It was a cute little neighborhood I'd never been to before. Awesome. And the only reason we went there was to support this business that was going to die. Right. Unless they were able to open, to pair up with the food truck. Right. And let's face it, the food truck would have died, too. Had it not paired with the brewery. Right, because the whole point of it is people walking down the street. So, right? yeah, it was like, it's a really interesting thing how weird things and neat things are coming together to make people support these local businesses. And that is right. something to be grateful for yeah. from the business perspective, but also from our perspective, because we're discovering cool shit. Yeah, Absolutely. And I would highly recommend if people people who are listening, if if that's something that hadn't really occurred to you, if you're not someone who's like, yeah, but, you know, I don't really get food delivery or whatever. It's like, but do it once every other week, you know, do it for the purpose of supporting some some restaurant, discovering a new restaurant, discovering a new business, because there's there's some great shit out there and you know you guys know the best the best mexican food the best chinese food the best barbecue is at little hole in the wall places you've never oh, heard yeah. of you fucking know it just go go get on your local get on the grubhub or doordash or whatever get on their website put in your zip code and just go scroll along until you see something you've never heard of before and order some shit. Oh, yeah. They will, you'll help them survive. You'll help your neighborhood. You'll help your community. And you'll get some really fucking good enchiladas. Yeah, and like the weird food trucks that are, you know, that are only open in a parking lot. Right. Go support them. Hello. Oh, yeah. Austin is a big food truck area. Yeah. But if you're not, like, we're not in town ever. Like, I'm not in town for anything, you know? So I'm never driving past some little food truck. I would have to make an effort to do something like that. But really, make an effort. 
Mm-hmm. You know, come up, come up, you know, all of these people, you know, may, maybe they just started the food truck a year ago and it was just starting to gain traction. You know, they sunk everything they had to start their own business. And a year later, the world changed and, you know, go help them. They're making good shit. They deserve, you know, they, they deserve to not have their businesses fail because so, because things changed. You can still go get their food or have it delivered, you know. Oh, that. yeah. And just like, you know, and like when, you know, when we went to that pub. Yeah. That had, you know, only was open because of the pairing up. Right. With the food truck. It's a uh, brilliant our, idea. Our cute our very cute waiter, Mitchell. Oh. Hello, Mitchell. You're probably never going to hear this, but hello, Mitchell. Hello, Mitchell. Um, (laughs) Are there any Mitchells that aren't cute? Mitchell is a cute name. Ah, yeah, I don't know. But... Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Probably Mitchell McConnell. Mitchell McConnell would be an ugly Mitchell. Oh, well, yes. that guy. But he was so happy to be back to work, and he hadn't worked in months, and... I love it. And, you know, go out there and support these businesses. I also got to say, you know, if you can afford to go out to patronize these businesses, you better fucking tip. Oh, yeah. 20 to 30% yes. at the minimum. Yeah. And I don't care if the service sucks. You get over your cunty self yes. and you tip a minimum of 25%. That's goddamn right. You're lucky that ain't your job. Because these people are working in a pandemic for two fucking dollars an hour. Right. So you get over your cunty yuppie self. Oh, my God. Who can afford to go out. Yeah. And you tip those people a minimum of 25%. And if you think about it, people like me, all the money that I'm saving on gas and shit for not having to commute into town... Every one of those dollars can easily be spent supporting a local business and tipping the fuck out of those people. Yes. Tip. Tip your fucking waitress. So, yes. Woo! Did my snap come in? I just snapped. I I heard your snap. It was very nice. (laughs) You know, speaking of businesses... You know what a video game geek I've become. <laughs> okay, yes. Become? You've been one for a while. No, because remember, like, back in the day, you know, me and my ex, and me and before that, we were really into the Nintendo. You were really into Mario. And Mario and, and Mario. Zelda. Yeah. But oh, it's Zelda. only really have been since I moved to San Antonio. Right. That I got really into what I consider hardcore video gaming. Is that right? because my husband kind of talked you into getting an Xbox? Partially. <laughs> wasn't he a big part of that? <laughs> Partially because, okay, so the start of it was when I was living with the beautiful and wonderful Darren. Yeah. Because of my ex, Jr. When I was living with Darren, I bought a PS3 when they first came out. Okay. Which I would have never 
fought had it not been for something that that was what JR wanted. Because you were a Nintendo guy, not a PlayStation Because guy. I was a Nintendo guy. Right. But because of buying the PS3 for JR, I all of a sudden discovered this whole world that had existed forever, <laughs> but I didn't really know about. Okay. Okay. So that was the beginning of it. You know, for right. me. Right. So, anyway, so since I've become a rabid Xbox fan. Yeah. Because, you know, I lost my PS3 to the pawn shop years ago to pay my rent. Hello. Right. Sad, but true. But then I bought an Xbox, and I've never turned back. Right. But we won't go, because that is a whole... That's a whole life in that next box there. Yeah, but that and that's a whole episode that you could not participate in of the Xbox versus the PlayStation. Because we I don't go give there. a shit but about anyway. Xbox. <laughs> I live I live in a house. I mean, Xboxes affect my life because we watch things on the TV through the Xbox, but I don't t- I don't I don't get to touch the controllers. I don't know how they work. I just, I just say, hey, can we, can we click on that? Oh my God! But just, I'm gonna say, just touching the Xbox controller is more exquisite than the best orgasm you could ever have. I seriously doubt that. Because just touching the Xbox controller, you know, you're gonna be transported into a world of ecstasy. Okay. But <laughs> this is. <laughs> this is leading up to my silly gratitude yes. for okay. for the year. Okay, so blah 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 blah. That being said, I'm now an Xbox person, mm-hmm. and you know games are goddamn fucking expensive. Mm-hmm. And it's like sometimes you're like, yeah, I want to play that, but I don't want to spend fifty, sixty, seventy dollars. Right. So my small gratitude this year, my silly gratitude, I am so grateful to the beautiful and sacred and almighty God that is Microsoft. Wow. I bet that's not said very often. For (laughs) offering the sacrament, the holy sacrament of the Xbox Game Pass. Okay. Okay. Is that because like a streaming service or something? It is. You can play all these games just for it's like Netflix, except it's for video games. That's that's pretty cool. And I'm assuming so you can it's all play all these shit. games that I mean, you know, a lot of them are just, you know, like, you know, twelve, fourteen. $15 indie games, which I will say if I wanted to play those games, and some of them I do, mm-hmm. I will buy them because I want to support the indie industry. But you can try them out through the streaming. But right? yeah, okay, but cool. the also, the $50, $60, $70 games that I want to play that I won't spend that money on, Right. I can play them. Okay. Based on my $14 a month, you know, Game Pass subscription. That's cool. And that is so worth it to me. Oh, yeah. I mean, 
If I was into that, that would be worth it to me, too. And I am grateful for that. And I want to thank the all-holy Microsoft for that. <laughs> and to be partisan, because, you know, I'm never partisan. <laughs> but to be partisan, I just got to say, all hail the Xbox and PS3 and Sony or PlayStation and Sony go to hell. Is this related to earlier today, just completely at random, uh, I heard my husband's phone make a noise. And, <laughs> I know what you're going to say. He, and he looks down and he goes, Ugh. And I said, what? And he was like, uh, oh, Pitney's upset at Sony again. <laughs> I have no idea what the text said. But I was like, what's it about? Sony. It's like, ah, oh, whatever. <laughs> Let's just say I will never eat at Burger King again. Oh, okay. I don't even want to know. And I love. Do I want to know? I love Burger King. I love Burger King too. Those those goddamn uh, meatless burgers at Burger King are so fucking good. Probably because they cook them on the grill. But the I meat. will never eat at Burger King again because they goddamn have the audacity to have an ad campaign. That is pairing up with the new PlayStation 5. Oh, well. And I got news for Burger King. They have lost my business because they will never be forgiven for not supporting the new Xbox. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. And I love it that I made your husband roll his eyes. <laughs> I, I'm sure it was affectionate. Of course it was. I know it was. I and, and absolutely you know, know it was. I mean, you just—you could just picture him. He just looks at his phone and goes, "Okay." Oh, I know. <laughs> I could just see it. He's like, "Oh, Penny." Oh, Penny. Oh, oh, All right. <laughs> but okay, yes, so. I'm thankful for for Game Pass. That is a good thing. That's good. I didn't even, I, I may have heard of it, but I didn't know what it was. And now I, I can see that that is a valuable thing. Yes. And thank you, Game Pass. <laughs> thank you, Bill Gates, for creating the almighty Microsoft. <laughs> uh, although, although Windows 10 still infuriates me, but whatever. <laughs> Yeah, and death to the Antichrist that is Apple. <laughs> Me and my iPhone are making no comment. No! <laughs> Breathe deeply, deeply the year of woe. In this installment of the Year of Wu, we are going to explore the wonderful world of semen retention. What is this, you ask? Well, it depends on who you ask. When this phenomenon was first brought to my attention by the Honorable Amelia, my mind went to some health-related fad with some New Age hoo-ha thrown in. After some research online, I discovered that I was partially right, but mostly wrong. Shocking, I know. In its weirdest and wooest application, and yes, wooest is a word because I just made it up. 
in its wooest application, it involves bizarre exercises to be able to either masturbate or have sex to orgasm without ejaculating. Apparently, this is possible through endless Kegel exercises and lots and lots of masturbatory practice to get that perfect time of clenching to keep that semen inside your body. This just doesn't sound healthy or natural to me, and more than a little painful. A particularly stupid method of semen retention is to press up on the taint at the point of orgasm, and this may or may not make your cum go into your bladder rather than out into the world. Even though it will clearly be pissed out later is a point not discussed. You know, and when reading about that, I recalled reading the hideously homophobic book that was popular in the 70s, Everything You Always Wanted to Know About Sex But Were Afraid to Ask. You know, I read it as a teenager, of course. And apparently, according to the moron that wrote that book, a popular form of birth control was to squeeze the base of the cock while coming to prevent anything from coming out. Um, yeah, really, really painful and apparently very damaging to the reproductive system. But anyway, I digress. It reminded me of that. Okay, the purported benefits of semen retention, also known as coitus reservatus, or sexual continence, are as follows. Clearer spiritual energy, better memory or cognitive function, more testosterone in the body preventing hair loss, weakness, and lack of energy, Immune system boosting, awakening of the root chakra, pretty typical woo. But for the most part, semen retention is just a fancy way of saying that its practitioners are followers of a no-fat fad and are simply just trying to make themselves stop masturbating. I wonder how many of these people wear purity rings. Or wear the stupid virginity is awesome t-shirts that I've actually seen people wear in public. Again, I digress. I will admit that in our porn-obsessed internet and sex-obsessed culture, it may not be an entirely bad thing to take a step back and put sexual activity into a sane perspective. You know, like not looking at people just for their genitalia and not objectifying every quote-unquote hot person into how he or she might be between the sheets? That can only be a healthy thing. But to think that to stop having sexual thoughts, or to totally stop the foul practice of onanism, is going to make you a better person in the long run is something that I really question. Because you know, repression is always a bad thing, and eventually always leads to bad things. But the fad of no fap or semen retention, hmm, let's see, I agree. Changing perspective can make you happier and more satisfied in life if you are not constantly in a state of fantasy and wanting sex all the time. I agree that this change can actually make you more attractive, read less desperate, to potential partners. You know, that makes good sense. You know, put it into perspective. Don't obsess on getting the perfect porn guy or the perfect porn girl. And know that life isn't a porno movie, you know, that's good. But some of the things that this movement leads to are some really, really fabulously wool bullshit. So, 
to illustrate, I will take a direct quote from renowned retention blogger Summit, spelled with one M, and I quote, When we fap too much, our scalp becomes dry, and we feel itchiness in our head all the time. Some people have even noticed the growth of lice in the head when they continue to masturbate for a month daily. Um, yeah, I don't think so. Anyway, but other words of wisdom from this pinnacle of spiritual knowledge include, your voice will get deeper and attract more women. You will become a financial risk taker just like Steve Jobs if you do not fap. Your depression will disappear. And oddly enough, even though he goes on about how much you're going to attract women with your new deep voice and everything, you have to beware of the dangers of not fapping because your spiritual energies will grow and you will go to a plane of higher existence and you will become less attractive to women who might be base and want sex. Um, you know, that just smacks of a little bit of incel women hating bullshit right there, you know, but that's a totally different thing. But anyway, but... You know, the interesting thing is all of this coming from this guy who constantly is referring to the guilt he felt after each orgasm. And let's be real, the guilt he feels daily after each orgasm because, you know, give me a break. Semen retention. Ugh. exciting this is and there's numerous products that do what I'm about to describe and I know that there are people out there who are horrified at additional packaging but this is so fucking beautiful and wonderful that fuck those people so did you know Pitney did you know that you can buy brown sugar that comes in a, like a box of little plastic envelopes and each envelope contains exactly one quarter cup of brown sugar. Oh, no, that's fabulous. It's the greatest. I mean, I never, we don't have to throw away a brick of brown sugar anymore. That's fabulous. It's it's immediately fresh. You don't have to measure however much brown sugar you need. You just take as many little quarter cuppy packets as you need. Another thing. I think it's Hunt's. I believe it's Hunt's. Tomato paste. You buy a box. Inside the box is little plasticky foily envelopes. Each one contains exactly two tablespoons of tomato paste. Wow, see, that's fabulous. Because most recipes don't require more than that. And you always had to open a can of Oh, I know, paste. you buy that, that little can of tomato paste. Which is still more than you need. Yeah, then what the fuck are you going to do with it? You're going to put it in the refrigerator until it's covered in mold. 
Or you do what I do. You just, after you scoop out with your spoon the amount that you need, you just stand there and you eat the rest of it with the spoon. Because tomato paste is delicious. Oh, see, I've never done that, but you know. That's some goddamn lycopene. A can, an open can of really firm tomato paste. Let's just say, if you can't afford a flashlight. (laughs) Why does everything have to be whether or not you can put your dick in it? I'm talking about cooking. I am talking about the joys of cooking. Oh, my God. But, okay. Okay. But here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. There is this new trend I'm noticing, and I'm sure some of this has existed for a while, where it's, there's tomato paste, there's pesto, there's ground up garlic, uh, there's like cilantro paste, whatever. In basically, I'm just going to describe it as like a toothpaste tube with screw top. And you just, you bust open the, the end and you squish out the amount of pesto. Or oh yeah, you need. no, Screw yeah, that's fabulous. That shit. Oh my god, I I got so into that. Well, I will say that um, I've I've had a lot of discussions, you know, with my husband about when I say that what I want is tomato puree, I don't mean a can of tomato something that starts with a P. Because you and I have had many arguments as to tomato paste is not tomato puree. And he's like, it's the same thing. And I'm like, no, fuck you. It totally is not. And if you cooked as much as I did, you would know that. Paste and puree, totally different things. So we've had a lot of discussions about canned tomato products. And because of that, like if if I want, or if I say if I want tomato paste, I say that I want it in the little packets, please do not get me a jar of tomato paste. Although it is very good for me because I get to eat a lot of lycopene straight out of the jar. You know, it's like just squirting a whole bottle of ketchup in your mouth. It's just, it's lycopene. It's good for you. But these little squeezy tubes of whether it's tomato paste or herbs or whatever, I mean, one day he just went nuts, and I have a I have a pile in my pantry of boxes of n- not only regular tomato paste but sun dried tomato paste. Ooh, um, pesto, garlic. That's fabulous. You know what? You will use all that shit. Oh my you totally god! Totally will. And you, I mean, you know me, I mean, especially, well, I mean, tomato paste, but like, if it's pesto, I mean, sure, I, like, I, I squeeze some into what I'm cooking, and then I just squeeze some straight into my mouth, and then I put it back in the fridge. I know. <laughs> but, I mean, even things like cilantro, although, although these days, it is, for some reason, it has become very difficult to get the refrigerated, like, ground-up cilantro paste. It has become very, very difficult. I know. In fact, I never even knew it existed until you told me. And it's the greatest thing in the world. And now it's all. And then I can't find it anymore. And you know what else I can't find anymore? The Norse brand cilantro bouillon cubes. I can't find those anymore. Oh, my God. I know. Target used to sell them. Yeah. We it's, don't sell them anymore, at like least not mine. Bouillon, and they had cilantro bouillon. They had yeah. so many little cute cubes. And there's a brand called, I think it's Doral, D-O-R-A-L, I think, mm-hmm. in the freezer section of stores. 
It's they're very small packages, so you have to be looking for them, or you'll never notice them. It's like a little. I, I would say the package would be like the size of like if you bought like. Well, I don't know why Dristan just, but like if you bought like you know like you went to the drugstore and you were buying like a bunch of little push pet you know things of Benadryl. Or yeah, and it's like that size of a box. But what's in it is kind of like the size of a bouillon cube, uh-huh. but it's frozen pureed. Cilantro, ginger, garlic. Oh yeah, remember you having those? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. can't you you can't find them everywhere, but they do they do exist. You know what? We should we should look on like Amazon and stuff to see if those Nor things are available. Yeah, that way. Because you know the other thing that like it devastates me because I bought these. Like, literally every week. Totally. Don't you remember, like, every Wednesday when I lived in San Antonio, my routine was I'd get up, I'd go to Target. You'd go get your Starbucks. Uh, I would get better. my Starbucks, and I'd walk around, and I'd do my shopping for the week. Yep. And I, every week, I would buy my Nor vegetable bouillon cubes. Yep. Target does not sell this anymore. Oh my god, that's so upsetting. And I have not seen them. I've looked at Safeway. I've looked at Lucky's. And they have to exist. It's fucking Nor. That's what they do. Yeah, and I just like, I mean, yeah, I've looked at every store. I've looked at Safeway, Lucky's, Walmart. Oh my god. That's pretty much all we have here. Right. Oh, Smart and Final. I've looked at Smart and Final. Yeah. That's pretty much all we have here. I don't know about, does H-E-B still have those? I don't know. I haven't set foot in an H-E-B in like eight months, so I have no idea. Because, God damn it, I loved those. And NOR, just in general. Can we just do a big thankful for the NOR company? Because they're little Yes, thank you, NOR. Remember that time that we put all that, all that effort, all that time and effort into trying to make like potato leek soup from scratch. Yes. <laughs> and it's not that it wasn't good, but God damn it, a packet of Nor leek soup. What? The, let the professionals do it. They know what they're doing. Yes. It's the best soup it. you'll ever have. It's so good. Oh, and you know the fabulous thing, what makes it so good? They should send us free shit because we love them so much. A lot of their products, which makes them so good because they have MSG. God damn right. Thank yes. you for MSG. Yes. And if I could lay naked in a mountain of MSG powder right now, I would because I love it. I'm grateful. <laughs> To MSJ, I'm grateful to cigarette smoke because it makes people so upset and it gives me people to make fun of and I'm grateful for that. Hi, this is Two Girls on a Bench, the podcast. So we're two writers who tend to procrastinate just a bit. We like to snack. We like to talk. We don't have time to write, but we have time to do this podcast. We certainly do. Join us on the bench. Listen in. At number two, Girls on a Bench.
interesting in that I, you know, my life is pretty good right now, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I got to admit, I've been having depression and anxiety, oh, sure. which, you know, I'm prone to anyway. Right. Yeah. We both are. But I've had a lot of anxiety and depression as far as regarding my lack of social life. Right. Which I think, I think it's interesting because, because you're someone who is very much a loner until you suddenly have the need to be surrounded by people oh, yeah. for a brief period. And you need that every once in a while, but like 99% of the time you want to be alone. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but you, you know, need that yeah. 1%. You yeah. know, but I am used to, like, being able to call up people and boom, and then all of a sudden, three hours later, I got 20 people in my yard. Right. That's right. what I'm used to. Or throwing, like, a big holiday dinner or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And right. I can't do that now, so I gotta say... To be, a, you know, a little sentimental, but, you know, it's, this is Thanksgiving, so we're going to be a little... It's that time of year. That's we have to be a little sentimental, but I got to say that I am unbelievably grateful to my friendship with Darren mm -hmm. because of this. And also, I mean, just, I mean, this is silly, but just a little peripherally... I'm imaginably grateful to the existence of Skype. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Because my sanity yeah. would not be possible if it wasn't for Skype. But um, my weekly Skype gatherings with Darren and his family oh, yeah. have been absolutely my lifeline to sanity. Sure. That's cool that you get to do it every week. That's awesome. You know, because we do it and we talk and we laugh and we have fun and we drink and we smoke and we play video games together. And yeah. I get to talk to, you know, his wife and the kids and yeah. it feels like I'm almost there once a week. Right, and honestly, if it wasn't for all of this, you probably wouldn't be talking to him as often as you do. No, and it's weird yeah. because of this pandemic and because of Skype, me and Darren have gotten, I mean, we've always been close. I mean, we've been close yeah. for, you know, 20 years or more. Ever since you worked together at, wasn't it Computer A City? Computer City is long <laughs> fucking time ago. Oh but... God. Since I've moved here and since the pandemic has happened, I think because of Skype and because of the pandemic, we have gotten closer than we've been in years because yeah. of the quantity of time that we're spending together now. Oh, yeah. And I oh, am yeah. so grateful for that. Oh, sure, yeah. And definitely. I know, you know, that's sentimental and blah, 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 but whatever. But it's the truth. Right. And it's because it's more than just a phone call. Because it's, it makes it more like an event. 
and it can involve every time a kid walks by, they can jump in and say hi. Yeah. Oh, and they do. And so it so it's something because a phone call is a phone call, and it's not you know, it's not the same. Oh it makes yeah. It, it makes it more. It makes it feel more like you're actually doing something as opposed to just talking on the phone. Because you can literally talk on the phone on the toilet as you and I always do. Oh yeah. But, <laughs> oh yeah. But we're not likely to Skype on the toilet. No, although I've done it. <laughs> oh God. I have Skyped on the toilet. I mean, but you know, I might actually make sure that I'm wearing something halfway decent if I'm going to Skype with someone. If I'm on the phone, I'm not even wearing pants. Oh, no, but yeah, no, I've Skyped on the toilet. It's, you know, Uh, not while we've been recording. No, because I would know that. Oh, no. Mm -mm. But I have Skyped on the toilet. Wait, should should we do an episode? Where we record an entire episode where we're both sitting on the toilet. Oh my god, maybe we should. Oh my god, listeners, let us know if you would like that in the new year. Just for the sake of the glamour of it. Maybe that's something we can go for in the new year. Like, we can have the toilet session. Just one episode where you and I are both on the toilet the whole time. Yes. (laughs) You know, but anyway, but Darren, I love you. You are everything to me, and thank you. Aww. And happy Thanksgiving, Darren and his family. Darren and only Darren. (laughs) (laughs) No, and his family. You know. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy our show, please take a moment to rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. If you send us a screenshot of your review, we'll send you a Bitchin' Boutique sticker. Everyone Everyone loves loves stickers! Please subscribe or add us to your favorites wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribers get new episodes first and are also more attractive. Drop us a line anytime at pitneyandamelia at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. You know, like the Frightmare people have done... You have a problem with your coffee? Oh, no, it is, like, ice fucking cold now, but that's okay. It hasn't been that long. When did you I know, but, yeah, it's, anyway. Jesus. All right, fine. That might be our Easter egg. But...